everyone, welcome to the Fearless Love Podcast. I am here with my lovely wife, Shayla. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to start that. I do that all the time. You should. It's fine. It's beautiful. It's, imagine if everybody said, huh? you know what I mean? Like when you go to the grocery store, you know, when you're saying hi to people and they're just looking down because they don't. What if you start singing? Hello there. Hello. Yes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> That's Shayla. I'm Armando. Um, I, let's say, introduce ourselves. I am a filmmaker, mm -hmm. um, producer for the Lord full time. I love what I do. I really mm -hmm. do. Um, and I'm a stay at home mama. At home, I'm a homeschooling, stay at home mother of four. So that's what I do. <laughs> and a lovely wife. And I'm a, yes, I'm a wife. I don't know about lovely. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> you are lovely. Well, I want to just welcome everyone to our first podcast. Um, first of all, I want to say, I guess, hi, hello to everyone that used to follow us through the BTG movement. Um, if you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we used to have... Uh, a movement called the BTG movement for for a little bit and mm -hmm. got on YouTube and YouTube um, and got kind of shifted, you know, basically ended that season of our lives. Um, standing here today with you, like I truly understand why. Back then I couldn't, and actually we kind of prolonged it a little bit longer yeah. than we should have. I think we started the BTG movement in 2016 by sharing our testimony, mm -hmm. which we're gonna briefly talk about in a moment. And we, in 2018, um, God was gifting us to travel. I say gifting us. We had a, we had bought our first house, it flooded, insurance paid. And there was a community that actually helped us. Um, with the plumbing. With the plumbing, which that was such a miracle. Um, and being in that house for about a year and a half. God told us to sell it, and I had had a I had had a desire to travel um, with my family. So I had the crazy. It wasn't. I thought it was. A, of course, any idea that God gives you is going to be crazy. <laughs> and I I told I told you I said, why don't we sell everything? Just sell everything and let's go on a six month adventure. And you agreed. After walking with their father and getting confirmation. And then, but I felt like even before we were supposed to, I remember telling you this in the kitchen, that I felt the Holy Spirit telling us that, that throughout this six months, not to, um, not to film, that it was for us to enjoy each other as a family. And I just began to even feel a shift when it came to BTG. Yeah. But we... Of course, we continue to film because I wanted I wanted to build something, <laughs> and we continue to film. We continue to encourage people. Yeah. Um, and then I think in the was it in the beginning or towards the end? No, it was in towards the end of twenty nineteen, mm -hmm. or the beginning, something like that. Um, that was towards the end of twenty nineteen. I just began to feel like I remember sitting in the car and having that conversation with you. I'm like, it's like. God's calling us to to end this. Yeah. Like whenever you feel like you are trying to make something happen, 
like I just felt like the father was saying like like I just need you to like disconnect, be done. Um and I think it was because I was entering into a new season that I had not been before. So I was entering into a deep healing that God was doing in my life. So he was actually closing a door so that to allow room for me to heal. Yeah. And so I kind of want to take it real quick because this well, happened and I want to take it back like so that people and, can and understand. To, to, to speak on, on what you're saying, I had a, I had a picture because we were, we were talking in the car and I had this vision of someone that had just run, um, ran a, a marathon. Mm -hmm. And basically when you run a marathon towards the end, you're spent. Like you can't take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like people need to take care of you. Um, it's, it's, a it's a really, it's a really tiring, your, your, your body is exhausted. And I felt like the father was saying that over, over my wife. Um, she ran a marathon when it comes to standing for us, when it comes to, um, I, you know, I want to say almost like the strong par party when it came, when it came to, uh, spiritual strength in the home. Um, she was the glue for a very long time. And like she mentioned before, for those of you that don't know the BTG and weren't part of that when we were sharing our story, um, we went, our family has gone through a lot. Mm -hmm. My wife has gone through a lot um, from widowhood. I mean, it's, she's been through a lot. So we went through a three-year divorce um, and, and God restore us. But it, it's been a journey um, where I've been growing in friendship with God. And we finally got to a place, and we're talking about right now, where we're at right now. Uh, we got to a place where I was in the healthiest state that mm -hmm. I have ever been as a husband, as uh, as a believer, period, as a leader, um, as a father. My relationship with him was in a place where I was like, wait a second, I am called to lead my home, no matter how disqualified I might feel because of my past, no matter, I mean, he was healing me from a place of shame from a place of there's just no way um I could leave my home and and got me into a place of awakening that says you are the leader of the home I have qualified you to be the leader of the home and what that created was something new mm -hmm. in our home yeah so can I think you share 2019 a little bit? was such it was like I don't know how to describe it 2019 2020 <laughs> I think it was like the hardest year for me, but at the same time, the healthiest. Um, go back real quick. Met you since we were, eight, I was eight years old. Yeah. Called you, sanctified you, separated <laughs> you from myself. <laughs> I knew. I was like, what? We've known each other for a long, for a long time. time. Well, I'm 38, so that's a really long time. And so, um, dated, went our separate ways. At 19, I got married. Oh, I was about to be turned 20. I got married to somebody else because you were, I, I, I had no La idea. Land. Yeah, I don't know where what you were doing. But um, at, when I was eight months pregnant, and I'm trying to fast forward this because a lot of details to our story. Um, I was eight months pregnant and the day of my baby shower, um, Instead of my husband coming home, it was two sheriffs that pretty much knocked on the door to tell me that my husband had passed away in a car accident. 
the first time I saw you again was at the funeral. You were there at the funeral. Yeah. I was eight months pregnant. God, we, I don't know. It's just a God story. Um, he just began to knit back. Yeah. Um, just our lives. Cause when Jaylee, which she's, she's already 17. She was about four months old. That's when we reconnected. And yeah. then from there, <laughs> we were married for about a year and a half. We were, we went through a divorce, separation and a divorce that probably lasted about three years. And then it's been a, when you talk about a marathon, I've, that was, we've been on a 12 year journey yeah. since 2008 when God restored our marriage. We didn't start BTG since we started BTG in 2016, but in let's bring it all the way back to 2019 where we were, it was already six months of us traveling. We went to the UK, we went to Paris or France, we went through different States and God settled us in South Carolina, which we kind of already knew God was calling us yeah. for about a year mm -hmm. to come here. And it was, it was the most exciting thing in the beginning for me. Cause I was like, Oh, like I get to settle. I don't have to move. Like to me, this was home. Like this was it. God was calling us here. We didn't have to move anymore. And by the way, when I say that, it's because we've moved 18 times. Yeah. And, and we're not a military family. No, we're just a... We're just a pick up, let's go, let's... <laughs> we're just a married to an unstable Lord person Jesus, family. no. <laughs> so I was like, yes, we get... This is this is our home state. We, we're going to... There's a community. And then... Um, God just began to surround or surround us with leadership yeah. that began to really disciple us. It was, it was and they began insane. to, they pretty much took us in and they began to disciple us and they began to speak truth into us and they began to help. And I began to realize that there was deep trauma in the inside of me that I had never dealt with, that it was more like if I think I, because we used to say, oh, everything was not on the table, right? When God restored our marriage in 2013, everything came out. Everything. Everything. All the junk, all the sin, all the stuff was out laid on the table. And that's where <laughs> there was nothing that was hiding anymore. We got, re got, we got remarried in 2008 and in 2013... God said, okay, enough with skeletons in the closet. Everything needs to come out, Armando. <laughs> and, and I just, like God began to move in my heart. But I think from the beginning, every time, and we did, we talked about everything. We would, our marriage began to grow. I just have this compassion over you. Um, I knew that the reason I was standing for you and that the reason why God, I, I understand that now more than ever, he was having me stand for your destiny. It wasn't for my marriage. It was for your destiny because God had, you know, he, there was a destiny. There were things, there was a commission that was in the inside of you that he needed somebody to stand for, stand in the gap, um, so that you will restore, will be restored back to the father. But, um, 
it was a marathon for me. And, and, and I didn't realize that until, how can I say it? I'm the type of person that walks into a room and like, I'm smiling. I'm saying, Hey, God bless you. How are you? I'm an introvert. <laughs> but when I'm around people, I like to just have conversations. Suddenly I just begin to feel things that I couldn't put my finger to. I begin to, I saw myself withdrawing, sitting in the back. There were times where I was service was starting in church and I found myself on the, on the stalls. <laughs> I found like, am I back in high school? I was avoiding people. I was like, okay, there's something seriously wrong with me. And what did I realize was that there was trauma inside of me that I would, I remember just pushing certain emotions because I thought, well, the only way to move forward is to push some emotions down. And God is not a God that wants us pushing anything down. He wants us to be completely set free. So 2019 was the hardest and 2020 was the hardest, has been the hardest year for me, years, because I've had to deal with trauma that I didn't know was inside of me. I had to begin to mourn things because in my story, I always thought, well, this is how, you know, I'm going to marry my first love and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And this is how it's going to play out. So there was a lot of disappointment, disappointment in the inside of me that I really didn't yeah. realize. And I, think, I think part of the problem too was you, you were called. And I think there was a season because part of my, my vision that I had of you running a marathon, the person that was taking care of you at the end was him. And it was so, and, and what he was telling you was you've done well, mm -hmm. you you've done well. Um, he's, he's restored. You've done well. You've done well, my child. Now allow me to take care of you. Um, you know, you made a choice when we were divorced to stand for someone. You made a choice because the father asked you. And I think that's part of, uh, in our journey, you know, the father, God will ask you to do something. And there are certain people that are bold enough to be obedient and say yes, no matter what. Well, my wife was one of those persons that said yes, no matter what, no matter what people were telling her, no matter what the surrounding things were telling her, she stood in what, the, what God asked her to do. And, and in the midst of that, um, of her not understanding, she got encountered and understood that in getting encountered with him and allowing him to be her husband in that season of her life, she was able to stand for my destiny. She was able to stand for me. Um, and as, as she was being encountered with the father, I, I began to be encountered with the father. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we got restored. Our marriage got restored, but the journey was still going. And she she's had to um, be strong in our relationship for a very long time. Um, and I think the father really equipped you to do that. But in, 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 in the middle of all those things, I think something sometimes creeps up and it's fear. Um, fear could creep, creep, you know, could kind of creep in. Also, uh, a wrong view of the father. When I, you say fear, like fear of. Well, fear, what I'm talking about when I say fear is like fear of, of something breaking again or mm -hmm. me walking out again. Yeah. Um, it could have been, it, it also could have been a, a, in my opinion, a wrong view um, of what God is asking you to do. Um, cause a lot of times we feel like, well, I have to be strong 
So therefore, these feelings that I'm feeling, I got to ignore them, push them down Mm -hmm. because I need to be the strong one right now. Well, and also, I think one of the biggest shift was I was the one carrying a lot of stuff in the plate when it came to the kids' spirituality, making sure that they're being prayed for, making sure that you're okay and making sure that, you know, I was getting everything from the father and one of the amazing things about discipleship was what Chad said to you with he's um our pastor um and one of the things that he said to you he's like you know when you started working for for the church he said this isn't I mean you can share that so because I think that that was really the shift that allowed me you know that I felt like okay why am I feeling this way why am I feeling so heavy why am i feeling all these emotions when i thought that i mean i always said i have no regrets in the past but now i'm feeling like i'm mourning like there's something going on but and i think the the rest that i got and yeah. how the god began to uh take care of me was through you listen listen it, it was so drastic the change so i began going in this hikes with my leader um chad um, it's Chad Norris. He's the, he's the lead pastor for Bridgeway Church. Also, um, he speaks in the podcast Coaching Joe on YouTube channel. Um, I actually helped produce that show. Well, I began going on these hikes with him. Mm-hmm. And I began to open up in my own insecurities. It's like, how am I going to be able to be a leader in the home? I've been through all these things. God began to heal me from my insecurities of being a, uh, of me actually being called to a husband, to be a husband and what qualified me to be a, a leader in my home. And that was the fact that I made a covenant. Mm-hmm. That was the fact that I wear a wedding ring. That's the fact that he's called me. He's equipped me to be a husband and he began to heal me in that process. Well, what that created was this space in my home where what my wife and, and I'm not saying it was illegal for her to do it. What I'm saying is I was not stepping into that role. So she stepped into a role that was that was this designated for me. And she, she, she actually walked into that role for many years. So she was carrying something where she I think could, a lot of women. Right a lot now, of women. Uh, uh, yeah. A lot of moms, a lot of wives feel like they're the ones wearing the pants. And the reality is that we don't want to wear the pants. We want, you know, I think God... Especially in 2019, what he was doing for us was putting back alignment, alignment yeah. into our home. Yeah, it brought alignment. And what it did was it, it got to a place that it was it was so different. It felt mm-hmm. like we were married to two different people where we actually renewed our vows. Like we... February 14th of we, yes. 2019. We renewed our vows because... It was, no, 2020. It was, it was... Sorry. We were in a different, in a different place. This I was year. a different husband. Um, in a good way, but what it created, it created this, this, almost this, this space for my wife to catch up with the fact of all the emotions throughout the years that she buried because she needed to be strong for someone that was supposed to be strong and was not in the, in the right mentality to be strong. So now she is in this place where she has a husband that is in the in the deepest health because of him walking in friendship with God. And now God is telling me, I need you to step out. I'm about to do things in your wife that you cannot rescue her from. I need her to feel all the feels. I need her to, I want to heal your wife 
from the hard journey she just walked through. Because I am very proud of her and I want to actually take care of her. And she calls it her the toughest journey she's ever been in, but it's been the most lovely journey she's ever yes. been in um, at the same time. And uh, many, many believers, and I'm sorry, this podcast, we're Christians and we will talk about Jesus like no one's business. Yes. We love him with all of our hearts. He is after our hearts. He is after us. And he would, like he says, he leaves the 99 to go after that one. Um, he's gone after me. He's used my wife. My wife stood for her marriage. I am who I am today because of the sacrifices she's paid. Now I'm in a place of health and God is saying, I'm taking care of you. Um, it's, it's a lovely, it's a lovely place we're in right now. And it's a, it was a huge difference even when we were doing the BTG movement and I began to deal with, I was dealing with depression Yeah. and I began to, to, to just deal with other things and, where I quickly had to like, no, 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 like I have to. I couldn't get be back there up. for you then. And you, I remember one time voicing us that I don't know how to help you. Yeah, I couldn't. So going from that place to now, God was aligning our 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 family, putting things in alignment, me submitting, you being the head, and me submitting to you, you dying, it, that, you know, you dying. The same way that it says that Jesus dies yes. for for his church, yes. for his body. It's a call that cannot so that be done without he can, him. So that he can nourish. So I felt like, well, you were dying to yourself. You were taking that place of, of spiritual leader, of listening to me, of praying over me, of taking me in drives and actually talking to me. And what it did, it allowed me where I felt like I could actually... I didn't have to figure everything out. I could just talk to you. I could lean on the father. I could go through everything. You weren't offended with, no. with the conversations I no, was because having. Especially with a lot of, a lot of the things that were surfacing out of him wanting to heal was things that I caused. And, and basically through it all, he's, he's, he's kept me in a very strong place. Mm-hmm. He said, I need you to get out of the way, Armando. He, clearly, he said, I need you to get out of the way. I need, he told me, I need you to be a pillow for your and wife. Just, and I just want to make things clear. Our conversations were never pointing fingers. We're mm-hmm. never, you did this, you did that. This. It was more like this, I, I'm feeling like I'm mourning. Like that yeah. would be our conversations. Like I feel like there's been this disappointment in me. Or I would be, begin. I would have dreams that would poke at something and now you know i literally I, I i don't know how many times i told you that 2019 i felt like my head was just right above the water i was like i'm drowning like i'm drowning like i just need help and i remember you waking up to oh snap like i i i need to and i remember chad telling me that he could care less whether whether you made all these movies and did all this yes. thing, it was about you being a good husband that knew being a good husband, being a good dad. And guys, I'm talking with my hands and my husband keeps putting my hands down. And, um, and you leading me and it being about the health of our marriage and our home. And I feel like something just clicked in the inside of you. Yeah. And so 20, 2019 was painful. Because nobody wants to be reminded of something. Nobody, it's it's more like, God, I don't have the time 
to be feeling this. Like yeah. we need to keep moving but, but forward. Here, here's the thing: you and can't was, you can't bypass it. You can't bypass it. You can't. And many 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 listeners, many of you guys out there, want to bypass the hard seasons. Those those tensions that many times we feel like, why is the enemy doing this? And a lot of times it's God Himself bringing you into a place of tension so you could actually deal with things. Mm-hmm. You know, many of us get into a place that we deal with nothing. We keep putting stuff under the carpet. We keep pushing stuff down because how dare us feel this way. And we never truly bring our weakness. We never truly bring our hurts, our disappointments unto him. He is not afraid of your weakness. And we should not be afraid of his goodness. Mm -hmm. So it's been a hard, lovely journey in our home. Mm -hmm. I'm stepping up as a husband. Um, we've taken an incredible break that the father has asked us to take. We were obedient in that. Um, and now he's asked us to start this. Yeah. I feel like he was really closing a door. Um, and he's the only one that can open and close doors. He was closing a season and allowing room for me to get the deep healing that I needed for you to take your place as a husband in our home, spiritual leader, our covering an amazing dad, God just began to put things in alignment because he knew that, you know, what our commission is, Yes, you know, and I say that our life should reflect the heart of the father. Our lives tell stories. Our life shows every, everything we talk about and the way we handle our situations and the way you know, we go through our trials, everything is, we're reflecting the father to other, to the world. So it's funny because I'm called to be a writer. You're called to be a filmmaker and it's to tell the God's story and his goodness and how he can take something that's broken, something that seems almost impossible and make a way. Make a sh- beautiful stream full of life in the midst of a wilderness. Well, that's perfect perfect timing for us to talk about our film project. Yes. So we have a film project. It's called The Fearless Love. Um, you know, perfect love casts out fear. Um, and it's, it's the journey. It's the journey we've been in. It's a, it's a narrative uh, film that we have written. The father took me into this journey of writing. Um, we have a screenplay for it. We've been raising funds for it. So if you want to know more about it, you can go to our website, fearlesslovemedia.com. Um, there's ways for you to be able to give towards that. And there's also ways for you to be able to give through um, to this new um, this new movement that the Father is mm-hmm. asking us to start, the Fearless Love Movement, uh, the Fearless Love and Media. And I think people have asked, like, when is the film going to come out? Because this has been like three years in the making where it we've has been. written a, we, we, we wrote a or we play. played or we paid for someone to... Write us a screenplay that you actually wrote. Yeah. But to put it together. And, but it's been a journey. It's like, there is no, I can't say that on this time we're going to film something. It's really up to him. Yeah. He's, this is his story. He's still writing it. He's writing the story. He's still writing it. This is his story. This is not my story. We just get to be a vessel. We get to be part of it. We get to... You know, share just our journey. And that's what I love. I love the fact that we are all puzzle pieces to this great masterpiece. We all have a story to tell. Yeah. You know, if you don't give up, if you really 
really go after intimacy with the father. And I always say, my story is not that God restored my marriage. My story is that he first restored me back to him. Yeah. He restored me. He showed me how good he was. And out of that place of intimacy, when, when right after the divorce, when I, I felt lost, he restored me back to him. And out of that, everything began to flow. The word of God says, seek the kingdom first and everything else will be added on to you. So fearless love movie. It's, he's still writing it there. It's everything is at his timing. I mean, just this week I was in a walk and I'm like writing notes. I'm like, Oh my Lord. It keeps morphing into something. Yeah. It's incredible. Just Um, beautiful. And, um, I'm excited. I get really excited. I'm a storyteller and I'm just very, very, very excited to, to share this with the world. Um, it would, it would show a journey of, of someone that's been through really hard, um, really hard things, but how he is in it all. Um, how a marriage was restored, um, how he, he broke in into a family's life. Um, it's, it really is a beautiful story. We're also writing, um, a book, um, that goes along with 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 the movie. So again, if you are wanting to be part of making this a reality, there's ways for you to give on our website. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for you guys uh, for tuning in. We are going to try to do a podcast every Monday, just release a new podcast for you guys. Um, we also have some ideas for uh, YouTube coming up in the future. Um, the channel is already created. So if you want to go try to find it, it's Fearless Love Media. Um, I'll go ahead and put it on our Facebook page, the Fearless Love Media uh, on Facebook. Um, you know, eventually all the anything that ha- that was BTG, we won't be active in there anymore. We are basically switching over to all things Fearless Love. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, and I'm just going to speak a blessing over everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for everyone that tuned in to listen. I ask you, Father, for for just just beautiful friendship with you, oh God, that people may grow in friendship with you as they listen um, to this podcast. And I ask you, Father, that um, you just touch the families, bring peace to the families. And I speak restoration over families all around the world in Jesus' mighty name. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. The word of God says, as long as it's today, let's encourage one another. So if you have listened to us, and you're feeling like you're needing hope, know that nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible for God. I want you to begin to dream. I want you with God. I want you to begin to hope. I want you to begin to, to write down things that you want, that you desire. God's a God that cares about all the little details about your life. If he knows the, the number of hairs that are in your head, if he knows the number, he cares about everything that you care about. So I want you to just um, sit with him. I encourage you sit with the father, begin to dream with him, begin to ask, begin to share um, your thoughts and allow him, allow him to begin to restore you back to himself and just begin to dream And I hope that your hope goes way up high because our hope is in him. We love you. 